ACASTCAST. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Come, hello, welcome to Abracadabra, create what you speak. I'm Ilan Azulai, your host, spiritual mentor, sound therapist. For you who are ready to remember your gifts and bring them out to the world. And with me, of course, is wonderful Gina. And hello, Gina. Hello. How are you? Great. We're at the... Uh... Gina is an intuitive counselor and inner child specialist. For those of you who don't know yet. And we are at this magnificent the botanical garden here in the South Bay, right? That's South correct. Bay, right? Yes. This is great. So we're looking for a space where we could talk to the camera. To and space for talking and writing and reflecting oh. and nature's medicine. Medicine is nature. Oh, they, you know, you know, I look at all these, I look at the trees and I look at the, even these bushes here that are kind of like squished. It's like hair. <laughs> no, no, but, but you know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is, it's amazing how everything merges together, how everything is kind of uh, har harmonious. Everything is is made with complete harmony. It's like Legos. It's le le well, Lego, you can rearrange like everything else. But, well, so, uh, so can nature, so can emotions. Oh my goodness. We are off for a great show today, oh my guys. Another path in this uh, magnificent world. Still looking for a, a place to sit where we can sit down and and uh, converse. Joyfully exploring. Joyfully. Yojfully. So, so here we are. We're in this wonderful uh, botanical garden in the South Shore somewhere. South Shore, South Coast South, Botanical South Gardens. Coast. And it's like 92 degrees here in it's, Southern California. So we found this place, we found this place that there are a bunch of trees that fell down. I guess they didn't, they, they were done with the heat. They said, okay, we're just going down. And, and so you have to see it around here. Maybe later we'll, uh, we'll, we'll put a clip um, of all the trees are down. So we, 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 we found, uh, we found a bunch of trees and uh, placed the mic, the camera, and uh, here we are. So it's a great, it's a great, it's been a great, great location spot. Great location. So, you know what the thing is? It is. Um, it is about. It's really about the uh, the synergy of everything. How everything is so. You know how everything is is harmonized. How everything comes together. How everything is really just merging. Even the trees that fell, they're like everything is so harmoniously harmoniously placed. You know. Well, for me, this is the only place that it is synergy because the world, I feel, is faltering and spinning exactly. faster. It's, it's spinning backwards and forwards and exactly. upside down. So exactly. coming to a place like this is, is, is very grounding, yeah. no pun yeah. intended. So this is where it all makes sense. Pun intended too, no? Pun intended. With the ground. Yeah, With the, ground. the roots. Because yeah, these right. trees, actually, these are growing from the roots and the roots. You know what's interesting about the tree? Tree actually goes up against the velocity, against the gravity. It's interesting. So well, the more you learn, the more you grow. There's a lot that goes up against well. gravity. <laughs> I don't know what you I mean by know. that. I don't know what you mean by that. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, we have a great. 
Guys, hey, friends. Oh, guy. Hello, friends. Hello, friends. <laughs> like when I was a teacher for 18 years. Hello, friends. Hello, my. That covers all, like, oh, I, see, because we're stuck on this tree. Yeah, we're stuck. We're if stuck. You on... saw we're like this. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're trying to look like, oh. Like there is a lot of space, but there is not really, you know. Our ass is probably going to hurt very much after this. Yeah, you should see how many splinters. It's, it's worth okay. it. It's worth it's it. Worth it's it. worth the it. And splinters it's are worth it. It's worth it being here with you. And it's worth uh, talking about the things that really matter. I mean, think about this. The last two weeks, you know, we've seen the, uh, uh, there were the Oscars and, uh, and then there were the Grammys, mm -hmm. right? The difference in the shows is night and day, well, first of all. it's like the older one gets in trouble. So the second one says, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> what? Well, at the Oscars, I was kind of all then, out of that. No, no, then the grandma's like, well, we're not going to do that. They learned from the first mistake. That's right. Oh, there goes Montgomery. Or, Montgomery, uh, the butterfly. The butterfly keeps... Yeah, yeah, it's kind of... Uh, you know, the butterfly we showed, I showed you earlier in the clip, it kind of <clears throat> goes around us here. So, so, uh, no, but, but the difference in the shows, the Grammys, it was a show. It was really, it was geared because we are in a time of... Um, it's more the, the media and being more online and everything. Even the elections were like, uh, like part of the elections were online, but just they didn't get it that it's a TV show. Anyway, the Grammy was much more uh, show-like show, where the Oscar was a sh That's because they got, don't do this and don't exactly. do that. Exactly, <laughs> and the Oscar was a <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah, it was a shit show. It was a shit show. But you know what? What I think what the, the, the Oscars brought up was a lot of what it brought up for me is bullying. Exactly. And I was bullied and I was a teacher for many years and yeah. and really looked at it from the bully's perspective as yeah, well, yeah, not condoning exactly. the behavior. But I think that's what Condoning the behavior. No, I don't condone the behavior of a bully. The behavior. The the actual act, not the bully. It's like saying the, the behavior I don't condone. Maybe the person you don't condone, but the act no, no, no. you do condone? No, no, no. I do not condone the act of a bully. So the act that happened at the Oscars, I do not condone. You mm -hmm. do not lay a hand on anybody, nor do you use vociferous words of that mm -hmm. nature to demean no, somebody. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean the you... person I can see where the trauma came from. So I can see the perspective of a bully and have compassion for that, for that, but not condoning the act that has to have consequences. That's right. It's a, it, it does. It does. It does have to have consequences. It's funny, it's because to me, the first thing when I when I saw that uh, that slap, it was like it took me right back into like very old times, you know. And the thing is that that at first I felt okay with that. The first initial second I felt okay with that because I was also uh, I've been bullied uh, in my life. Since a very young age, been all kind of things, and uh, and that really kind of triggered. But what happened that it was okay is because I felt, I felt that that feeling of being bullied, I felt that feeling of being bullied just like uh, Chris Rock, which you had to look at his face. I mean, his face was completely out of. I felt out of, sucker punched. Wow, this was I felt something. My own reciprocal past trauma of being bullied from. And also, the mother instinct came with me, that protectiveness that I wanted to go up and go up to Chris Rock and just give him space and attention. Right, and, and, and a hug. Because and a hug I did. Kind of I wanted to just go. I, if I were there, which my dream is always to go to the Oscars, <laughs> um, I would have gone up there. Since yeah. the rules were already obliterated, I would go up there. Because yeah. no one give a hug to, in life uh, that I saw. Yeah. And so I really had compassion for him coming from the place of where I was and, and what I've seen throughout my years. Um, yeah, this was, this brought up a lot, this brought up a lot of things. I mean, because this also shows a lot of where 
the perpetrator is, how he is in his life. And it's interesting because it ties into that, uh, to the Friday talk that I uh, talked on Friday uh, about, about, uh, about what do we say about other people, about how do we, uh, how do we talk about other people. Bullying is one of them, you know, and it is, um, and you can tell, you can tell by the action of the perpetrator where his wounds are. And, and that's really that's really what really it showed. I mean, and where the it showed how emasculated. Yeah. Exactly. And the person being bullied. I mean, that's obvious because we're talking about the bullied person. Uh, it was. It really shows. It really shows like where where Smith is, his relationship with his wife, his emasculatory actions. Well, it's <laughs> is there a word like this? Emasculatory. Well. Well, now there is. Now there is. Well, it's toxic all the way around with all the all characters of, involved because I think everybody's reaction too is really interesting from a psychological standpoint and a spiritual standpoint to see everybody's reaction around, through, uh, the reciprocal afterwards, the peer pressure, the awkwardness of people going, is that real? Is that real? Wait, what just yeah, happened? And then, you know, it doesn't take away from the performance of this individual, of, of his acting ability. It was, he's, he's an amazing actor. However, um, and it has nothing to do with laws and rules, but we do not have the right to touch anybody unless we are in fear of our own lives. Otherwise, I mean, to touch in that way. Yeah. In, in that way. In that way. I mean, in an abusive way to go up there, he should have been escorted up. My, my, my. I think he should have been escorted. I mean, up. I, yeah, I, I mean, it's like, uh, you know. You know, and Hollywood always gets a bad rap, but Hollywood is beautiful. Hollywood has been, for, for me, movies has been my release through bullying. Yeah. I, I, I can imagine myself. So. You know, I think this show is going to be a lot of things and touch up a lot of things. But have you ever been bullied and how did you feel? Exactly. It brought up a lot for me. And brought I was up just a lot. writing and writing. And uh, my kids have been bullied. We've all been bullied in some fashion. And, and what I want to really make clear is when, for example, when we. Um, when we, are, we when, yeah, when we are physically hurt, let's say we drop hot coffee on our hand. Yeah. That's a physical pain. We, what do we want to do? We want to take care of it. When we are emotionally hurt, that is also a real pain. We also have to take care of it. You know, an emotional pain is being isolated, being bullied, being feeling lonely. And that has been coming up in, with my clients of bullying. It, it's interesting how the theme follows yeah. of, of who they've been bullied by. They bully themselves as well. Exactly. You know, you know? this is... Uh... So emotional pain is real. The Your brain fires up the same way as when, if, if you were to touch a hot stove, the emotional pain, it hits in the same area of the brain. We just remember it differently. Yeah. Because <laughs> it leads to other things. Yeah. Well, it's not like childbirth where we do it again, which I think you were bringing up a component yeah, we were talking birth, about the other day. That, uh... of, it has no memory. Yeah. A, a woman loses about 8% permanent loss. So you don't remember the birthing pain and the birthing process. Yeah, so it's like really fascinating. It's yeah. fascinating to to uh, experience that. And the thing, but the thing with the bully is that it doesn't go away. No. The thing with the bully is that it stays. And what ends up happening, and I can talk from personal experience, what ends up happening, it it goes into the place of what kind of people do we attract, right? So when I've been bullied, what happened is. It predispositioned me to be in a place that I feel already as if what the bully did to me is true. And here's the thing. If somebody go, if you walk down the street and somebody comes to you and right away says to you, Oh, you motherfucker, you are like this and you are like this and you are a liar. And you really didn't, you know, 
But what happened is because you have been bullied, because you have a, a, a sign, a mark that you have been bullied, and the bullies can recognize that. Smell it. They smell it. It's, they, they see it from 10 miles away. Then, then you start believing it and you start working around. You start walking around believing that if something happens, then, that it's, then, then they're probably are right. That ties into, and I want to add this, and we talked about this in the past, but in a different connotation. That adds to, if you sit in a room, let's say it's an event, a party, and you have 50 people, 100 people there, or whatever that is, and there is a glass or something that shattered and fell across the street, across the room on the other side, who is the first one to get up and, 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 and fix it? The bullied one. The bullied one because he wants to satisfy. He wants to please. Please, yeah. Please, da. Yeah. yeah. He wants to please the other side, so he gets up and does that. Not, you know. And but and here's the thing. And you justify it by, oh, I'm just here to, I'm, I'm here to serve. Another example is somebody who is, uh, who you walk out with them, and and and, and they never have a, a, a decision. They say, oh, whatever you want is fine with me. Whatever you want is fine with me. Whatever you want, sir, it's fine with me. Whatever you want is fine with me. You please, and that's 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 how the bullying, that's how the bullied is being, uh, how how this action can be manifested. And I like how you're not saying victim of the bully because I think we get tied into yeah because I don't think it's victimization and I mean, I mean the first <laughs> we're trying first, to yeah, we it's great it's so lovely it's we're, we're literally sitting on a tree which is tree so lovely tree. And, <laughs> and and so even talking about the subject. It being in this environment is helpful. Yes, because I remember it's... the first time I was bullied, I was about four, and it was from a babysitter. And oh, yeah. She hated me, and she says, I like your brother Michael better than you, and she yeah, would like make me go to bed. And, and um, I remember, you're not going to get any grapes, but Michael is. And, and then we were not allowed outside. My mom and dad rarely went out, and but they had to have some work function. And so hmm. I... I sat on it. We were outside, and my brother was playing with the neighbor girl Dana. Which oh, I was like, "When's my turn?" Because I always felt I was left out. So you I were sat, left out. You were yeah. You were always so left I out. sat on a water bottle. But you remember the old sparklet bottles used to be glass. Well, what happened was it was packaged with with bubbles, so it was like a bomb. So when I sat on it, it exploded oh, on wow, me. Yeah. So I have ten stitches here, and I have a hundred stitches on my leg. And I remember in that moment, like this, and Michael looked at me. Michael was always like, "He's my older brother." Uh, it was always my protector, you know, as I felt. And so he's the one that took care of me. And I remember looking at the babysitter and she was <gasps> and hysterical, but there was a thought going in my mind. I'll never have to see her again. Thank you. Thank so it you was God. worth it. Kind of it, it was, was worth, worth it. it. So I set the pattern in my head that I have to be hurt in order for something good to happen. And I was blind, I've had a knife on me and it was always girls, always girls. Always girls, huh? Girls. Well, they felt threatened by you. It was always my hair or girls. And so I had this one girl on the bus um, her name was Kelly. Oh, I don't want to give her name. Never mind. It's from Texas. And on the bus, and she just didn't like me. She just—I knew she was hurt. I could see it. She was older, and she was tough, and she, she beat everyone up. And one day, she said, um, "I'm coming after you." Her boyfriend at the time had given me attention or whatever it was, and I was just, again, I was like two years younger than her, and very quiet, sitting on the bus, bus 21. I can tell you stories about bus 21 bus in Toledo, 21. Texas. Um, so and then the bus jumped. So jumped then the away. next day, I, I wore a dress. I had one dress to my name, and it was yellow. And I thought, well, she's either gonna kick the shit out of me, but I'm not. I'm like my dad says, you give respect and use your words, but someone lays a hand on you or someone you love, you, you make, lay a foot on you them, make sure huh? the motherfucker doesn't get up. <laughs> That's what he'd say. We're Italian. So the next day, I'll never forget it. She she came up to me and my brother Michael. The only time I ever remember somebody sticking up for me in my entire life. He stood up. 
I couldn't believe he stood up for me because I thought I was on my own. I just didn't think. And then she backed down. So years and years, 30 maybe years later when Michael and I had this little disagreement or, or an impasse in our relationship, why it crushed me so much is because I always thought of him as my protector and I thought he didn't have my back at the time I needed him and needed him very much. But since then we have, you know, it, it doesn't mean the love was taken away, right? It doesn't mm, mean the love is no. taken away and, you know, um, but these are the instances where the bully where I had to work on myself, it was an opportunity through the years to work on myself and, and come into my own because as you see. So we're back and after this, uh, the camera got a little uh, heated, overheated from the conversation, you know, no. <laughs> and, and the 92 degree weather. And the 92 degree weather. And uh, so, um, so, so, so I want to take you back. So we'll go back to the, to the, to the to bullying, the to that specific example of being uh, of being bullied i remember i was um i don't know i remember me seven or something like that seven eight around that time uh, around the time of uh, yeah um <laughs> and so i remember I, I went down with with the kids uh with the neighborhood kids which they, i usually they invited would, you they invited me yeah you've been there remember no <laughs> Of course, I was in a kibbutz. <laughs> it was a kibbutz, exactly. So, so they invited excited. me. So they, they they invited me. I got. I was excited. Okay. I was excited to uh, to be invited by uh, by you know by the neighborhood kids because you know the, the whole thing is the whole thing is being is being uh, is being invited and being accepted and being seen and being uh, come be with us and everything, right? And uh, I remember we went to this uh, to back of the building, and uh, and I was excited. And suddenly I found myself kind of in the middle of everything and they were like like ridiculing they were like humiliating they were just saying stuff and doing stuff that was really and I was like you know what was the first thing that came to my mind first of all I remember that feeling of <clears throat> closing mm -hmm. and then I remember asking myself but why but why but why does that have to happen but why does somebody has to have a feeling of overpowering somebody or going over somebody and making fun of them or joking on them or using them as an as, as the, whatever as the scapegoat or whatever that is? But that's the gang mentality. That's the what? A gang mentality. A gang like, mentality. Like at the Oscars, how they were. That, yes, you know, they all yes. went along with it. That's the pr exactly. And, some, and then eventually they went up to Will Smith and tried to con to consult him instead of going to to uh, Chris Rock. They went to. Uh, Isn't this what's happening in our world with Russia and exactly, everyone? Exactly. Exactly. Everybody is going to try. Uh, can't you see what is happening? This is what is happening in our bully. world. Look at this. This is the bully. This is as it is above, so it is below. As it is over there, so it is over here. Correct. This is happening all over and all across. So what happened? This really threw me off. I went home. Um, I, I don't remember, really remember much of it because I, 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 I pushed it aside apparently. But I went home. And, uh, and I cried and my mom told me, you know, I told you not to play with those kids. Do mm. not play with those kids. Come on. You, you so, so there are two things here. There are two things here. There is the way that the parents respond also, mm -hmm. right? The parents that respond that actually I feel that my parents, the way that they responded on my mom, because my dad was at work. Just adjusting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's okay. Is, is enabled my victimhood and enabled the bullyhood. That's right. Enabled because 
because if uh, I think if my 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 dad was there or if one of my brothers was to say go kick their ass I remember actually my brother Avi you know he was one on the show he Avi I told him about a kid that bullied me and then he caused me to trip he says you next time sh show me the kid and I will show you how to make a Persian carpet out of him <laughs> that's how it is <laughs> you know and you know what's the noise of a car how does a carpet make you know the noise of a carpet I only know the magic carpet Okay. Anyway, yeah, so. I don't know. But anyway, when we so, would slide on it, it would go shoom. <laughs> no, because it would go like. Oh. It, goes, it depends no. how slick. My mom cleaned that floor like. Oh, like you could you spit could, on it. Yeah, yeah we'd go in our socks. Yeah, we could eat on it. So. <laughs> but that's a good so anyway, point about so, the, the parents. I want to lead into that. Yeah, go I ahead. Get back go to ahead. Trauma. So what I when I work with um, adults and, and communication between adults and, and, and their children or parents and their children. You know, when a child is screaming and having a tantrum, that is their call for help. Now, mm -hmm. we have to have boundaries and consequences with things. And if, you know, but this is their way of communicating, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so when it's saying, I'm hurt, mm -hmm. help me. Mm -hmm. So what do parents typically do sometimes? Stop crying, Stop crying. I'll give you. Uh, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Stop jinx, crying. Jinx. <laughs> so if we were to say, come here, darling, I, I, I can feel how you're feeling and let it out. Uh, it, and allowing it does, them to speak it, and to bring it that from... means the trauma that they experience allows it to die yeah. because it's been accepted yes it, not the trauma was accepted the place where i was or the place where the kid is is accepted with no judgment yes. that's by the way my the traumatic stain that, that's by the way my definition of freedom mm. is is to be to be without being judged that's right to be without being judged. And here is the thing about, about, about and we'll go back to what you're saying. Oh, that's great. That the, thing, great. the thing about, about, about when we are in emotional space. When I feel sad, I'm not sad. I feel sad. When I'm angry, when I feel anger, I'm not angry. I feel angry. You know, things are moving. Nothing is, you know, we are not our emotions. We are not our, our feelings. Because they are, they, are, they are fickle. They change. Like today you feel sad. Tomorrow you feel blah. Like the other day I felt like total blah. Well, look at the Oscars. Now everyone's laughing. Exactly. But what happened then? Everybody. No, but like the other day, like two days ago, I was okay. telling you. I, was, I, thought, I felt totally blah. I to felt totally blah and, uh, and down. And, and I felt. And it affected my, the way I felt in my body. And I said, you know what? Elon. And I said, what? And I said, Elon. You said. <laughs> Because it was number seven, I was talking to number six. I got it. Okay. No, I did the so, same thing. Yeah. So, so I so said, you're just feeling it. Tomorrow is a new day. In an hour is a new hour, and it was fine. And it was fine. So if you would have called so, me, I said, "Oh my God, get over it." <laughs> yeah, what? you Italian. Charmuta. Charmuta. <laughs> I didn't teach her that. Kaki fish fish garden charmuta. Oh my God! No, but I understood, and, I, and, <laughs> yes, and it's yes, loving yes. and supporting from a place of yes, of understanding. very supporting. So when parents do that with their children, it's not condoning behavior to enable them that every time they cry they get their way. But you were having a moment. It's accepting exactly. that it's okay. You have this moment. Exactly. Now here is the it's thing. It's not trying to fix you. It's like okay, well, we're gonna just go through this moment yeah. and see where it leads you. And you did the best thing. You're like, oh, okay. You wanted to push yourself. Maybe I should do something. They're like, you know what? I'm just gonna rest. And like, wow, look at the beautiful lights coming. It is. Yeah. It is. I can see it like that. I know. See? <laughs> you want to be in the light? Be in the light. I'm in the light. You're in the light. You know, the the the, the thing is that eventually, 
eventually bullying if you if you're bullied enough and and you're aware of that you become stronger and you eventually come out of it i remember well, you have a path you can either become stronger or you, fall, you but don't. i think so it depends on the situation well t did you have a situation where you were confronted with a bully and finally spoke up and spoke it within and confronted oh yeah oh yeah I mean, I, I, you can be cuckoo inside but still so, speak up so 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 here is the thing here's the thing what happened in high school in high school i was uh i was the playing uh, because at the age of 10 i fell in love with Marty Caspi with this musician mm -hmm. and so every musical event that was in school you know i would be involved in it right so there was this musical event i was it was high school i think it was like a 10th grade or uh, something like that and um and I was setting up the stage and came this came in, in came Polly. Now in came this guy, I forgot his name. <laughs> Doesn't matter, we're not gonna say names. I don't remember his name even. Also, if I wanted to remember, I don't remember his name. We'll so, call him Polly. Call him Polly. So in came Polly. And uh, in Israel, right? Somebody's named Polly in Israel. Uh, in came Sharmut. And uh, and uh, and and he was starting to pick on me, right? Now, this guy, this kid, he was known not to deal with everybody was afraid from everybody was not dealing with him i mean everybody was like stay away from this guy don't know oh, because he's like he when he gets crazy his blood goes out of his head and he just hits you around. he can he comes i don't remember what he said and then he started telling me oh you know if you do this I'll... and and now inside i'm like you know like a duck in the water yeah where on the top is like cool and calm and, and under, underneath is like, like right <laughs> <laughs> right and so and so i told him what are you gonna do and he was like what it's like what are you gonna do you're just talking you're all talk everybody says that about you. you're all talk what are you gonna do ah i was looking to him like this i remember this thing oh i know i remember my parents are you talking well israel is the same thing Close, yeah, you know. yeah, spit it italy yeah. is there if i spit yeah, from israel same. israel italy is there right so and, and I said, you're not going to do anything. Take your best shot. I remember that sentence. I said, oh. take your best shot. What are you going to do? And what did he do? And he was all the time with his face like this. Mm, mm, mm. You know, there was this thing that somebody was near me and he said, hold me, hold me that I don't kill him. Hold me. Hold me. Hold me like, like, yeah. like, like, like. He didn't do anything. He back, he's like, uh, uh, uh. And then he looked at me and he turned around and he left. There you go. And I was like in the sky. And since then, this kid never talked to me. Never. It was two more years of school. Because they're a coward inside. The guy never yeah. spoke with me. So for you, I'm saying, if you're experiencing this Bolshevsky in Russian, bully is Bolshevsky. No, I'm just kidding. It's not, what it sounds Russian. Bolshevsky. If you're experiencing this, this bullying, understand that they were bullied. Everybody who is bullying was bullied in the past, meaning they know how it feels. And, and somebody is always overcompensating for what they're lacking or what they see in somebody else. And they want to overcompensate for that. So they will put it upon you. They will put it upon you. And if there is something that you intimidate them with, like Gina with her hair and, and, and how she is. And, and I was with whatever it was. I, don't know, I didn't, I mean, I had hair, but uh, hair was a thing, but... <laughs> Uh, remember that they are lacking of that. When somebody bullies you, it's because they want something that you have and they don't. And that is a crucial thing to remember. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to yeah, do the moment, with you. In the moment, it feels like it, though. And, and At the moment, it does. In a dangerous situation, we want to take bullying very seriously. And, and um, you know, every situation is different. And, you know, like I said, what's happening in the world with Ukraine and, and Russia and... 
it's scary. It's scary because there is a bully in charge and the Russian people don't want this as well and the Ukraine people. And so, you know, we, we put ourselves in the position when we see others being bullied, we help. Mm -hmm. We help in any way we can. Um, that's how we heal ourselves as well. So, yeah. There, there yeah. is, a, there is, a, go ahead. No, no, I just said, I understand I, I've been in, I even wrote a book about it. My second book is, um, Jojo Christo. and, no, no, not Christo, oh, no, no, not Christo. No, Christo, Christo is the, the Jojo and the, and the bully frog. Oh, yeah, And yeah, yeah. he was bullied because his family bullied him, so he didn't know there was another way. Exactly. He thought that's yeah. what it was, so, of course, Jojo taught him, um, from Swampy, um, who is Billy Gallo, actually, my acting mentor, because he's more than just an acting coach, is, um, taught him med meditation and breath work and showed him that the bullying, how it made someone else feel. He didn't realize how it made him feel. Now, not in all cases. So when you, when you look back at the Oscars and perhaps what he was going through, there's something so much deeper than, and then I look at Chris Rock and how is he handling? Like, I worry about him right now. How is he handling? He's fine. Yeah. They think, oh, cause you have money, you're fine. It doesn't matter. He's still, I'm sure it, it left. He has even more issues because he's so yeah, abundant. And, and, and the fact is, I think he's done a lot of work on him. He's been very open. I didn't yeah. know this. I started researching and he was very yeah, much very, he talked about terrorized that. and bullied yeah. as, a, as a young kid. And, and so I think he it's a really good this. subject to always touch upon in, in relating our stories because here we are. And this is the kind of work we do. Why do you think we chose this kind exactly. of work? I was exactly. A, I was a special education teacher for 18 years. And I worked exactly. the court system for 11. And I became... A counselor and a mentor for for the inner child because who do you think Jojo is? She was birthed from my inner child and you know perhaps in my family they didn't mean that they didn't think they were hurting my feelings or they were being bullied. It was how I per yeah, perceived yeah, it. And, yeah. and again, I my three brother. The one thing we all have doesn't matter what's going on with us. We're there in any situation. So yeah. you, know. you know there is a, there is a sentence in the Gemara. It's actually, King Solomon said that. Mm. That who axes out somebody, axes out something in himself. Can you explain that? What yes. That mean? Meaning, if I see something, if I point out a negative things about somebody, or I am saying, oh, you are like this, oh, you are like that, oh, you have there, that is because it is something in me that is not complete. It is something in me that I'm not happy with. It is something in me that I don't, that I don't like, so I take it upon somebody else. When, let's bring it to our to our to our knowing uh, uh, to our uh, uh, language that we talk these days, right? We are reflections of one another, projections and reflections. This is exactly what it is. Haposel posel to lifsol uh, is to x out somebody, to like uh, 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 discredit somebody, mm -hmm. or 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 put down somebody. When somebody puts down somebody, puts down somebody in himself. And so when we are, when we some, see somebody, if we are finding and emphasizing what we think is negative in, their, in, in, in them, what we think is a flaw in them, there is at least 1% true in, my, in me of that. At least 1%. There's always, there's always at least 1% in me. And why? Because I recognize it. How do I recognize it? Because I know it. How do I know it? Because I have it. Because you experienced it. Because I experienced it. Or I am that. Or I've been there. Or I've seen that. Or I've been to that movie and the actor dies at the end. You know, all these kind of things are there. So projections and reflections. When somebody says to you something, it says, oh, don't project on me your own, your own sorrow or your own pain. This is coming from you, right? This is, this is what, what, what it was talking about. This was talking about, and and it's interesting. I was thinking that this this portion of this week is called Metzora. 
What happened? Here, hold this for a second. I have to... Uh... Oh, that looks very phallic. Hello, how are you? Oi vey. <laughs> no, I need to uh, position my... Uh, my uh, My tuchas. Are on our tree branch. Exactly. So, Parashat Metzora, uh, the, the portion of today, of, of this weekend, is uh, leprechaun. Oh, you know, I like, like when somebody... No, no, not leprechaun. Uh, when oh. somebody gets the... the uh, Lepre uh, leprosy? Oh, leprosy. That's different than leprechaun. No, leprechaun. No, no. Go away. <laughs> exactly. And why would people get that when they would say negative stuff about other person? Lashonara. The negative speech about another person. And the negative speech, you can say, hey, let's talk about this guy. You say, hey, you know, this guy is not listening. So what do I care? Well, first of all, we omit energies. Mm. We omit yeah. energies into the world. And second, if I don't know her and I'm talking to her and I'm telling she tells me about an experience with somebody. And I said, oh, you don't know this guy, man. I tell you, this guy is this and this and this and this and this. That is, that is creating in her a different feeling towards that person. That creates a negative impression in her towards that person. That is, that That's is one. we're swayed by that, yes. And we are sometimes swayed by that. I feel if you haven't done anything now unless now unless now unless it is good unless i know that that person is going is a crook and that person is doing wrong to people then it is my duty to say something about it to save her so she doesn't go through that yeah. but just to say oh he did this he did... he's a bad guy no 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 there were there were stories in the in the in the in the, in the gemara about different rabbis the different uh different different communities that like one of the rabbis, uh, uh, one of the uh, rabbis of, of our times, Rabbi Akiva Shinpon, I think, if I'm, I'm, I may be mispronouncing his name. But anyway, he was the rabbi of one of my rabbis, one that I study, study with. And um, uh, on Shabbat, they bring the kids to, uh, they bring the kids to play. And, the kid, and his kid came and started crying. He said, why are you oh. crying? What happened? Oh, somebody hit me. Somebody hit me in the yard. Okay, tell me who hit you. No, 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 no. I can't say it's Lashonara. It's evil inclination. No, no, I can't. It's speaking bad about the other person. No, no. No, if it's something that the, the kid has already ingrained, that community already ingrained, that you don't speak about the other person, especially negative things. You don't speak about the other person negative things. But if it is for the purpose of healing or if the purpose of helping or doing something mm -hmm. productive, that is that is uh, that is okay you know so so anyway this is about a posel this is about when when somebody sees something in somebody that's the bully that is the bullying that they see something in you that they're either lacking they're either not complete about they're either not healed from and they see it in you that which they want that which they desire that which in that which uh, threatens they feel threatened by because they want that because they want like with you with your hair for example there or or whatever you know how you wear the, the 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 innocence of being the way that you were the playful kid the kid that only sees good you know do you, didn't you have this thing didn't you tell me that you had this where people told you oh you're too happy mm -hmm. oh, uh, gonna, get down get down you're too happy yeah, you're too happy or don't say this or wanting well, to control well, how because i think positively well, and everything and 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 i said why does age make a difference if i want to go swing or what they think they put a, a, stig, a stigmata on age of this is what you're supposed to do and act like and and I've never I've always just felt like me. Yeah. No. It doesn't matter. Here's a question. Here's a question for you as well. Let's say you're going to meet one of these bullies. Okay. 
mm, that has bullied me that she bullied you mm. you're, you know you're going to meet them now somebody is telling you is gossiping to you something new that happened to that bully let's say that bully just recovered or halfly recovered from drug addiction or drinking or they did something to their kid or whatever something horrible but they don't know that you know it the bully doesn't know that you know it okay now why come i see the bully and i know that god forbid i hope that is not, that he did something to his kid and he just got out of jail all right he doesn't know that i know that because you told me about it because you were working in the court and you knew him and you told me about gossiping. it and you were gossiping to me but right. well, it's not about you no. <laughs> don't gossip no i'm just kidding i'm like but, i don't get you to be the bad guy I'm it's okay i'll play a role no you're not the bad guy you're just the uh the assistant for the healing the, the healing <laughs> there assistant there we go <laughs> so the healing asset so let's say okay so now i know that the bully did bad something bad and now i'm meeting him now he thinks that he still can bully me right he still thinks he thinks that he still can bully me like he did in old days but he doesn't know that i know like deep shit about him right so there are two things that are happening here first of all how would i feel how would you feel if you were in a situation like that do you feel intimidated now by this bully because like let's say you would have gone to meet this bully and say oh, I'm this bully. I don't want to meet this bully. I don't want to. I don't know how I'm going to react. I don't know what I'm going to say. I'm going to be upset okay. with him. I'm going to do this. And now you told me this piece of information. Now are you going to turn into the bully and no, no. against him? But but wait. The question is: first of all, do I feel? There are two things here. Do I feel intimidated? My answer is no. Right? Because now I know something. The person is not perfect. The person is wounded. You humanized him. I humanized him. Exactly. That's a great thing. I remember the function humanization, humanization in computer music, in a music program when, uh, when digital audio just started. So, you know, a computer, you go, tak, 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 tak. Let's humanize it. Well, so the bully it, we see is this out anyway. of force that can cause pain. And then you humanized him because of it. He's exactly. having a human experience. So, so yeah, yeah. I went to computers. I don't know. So I humanized him, right? So now I'm not scared of him. Now the question is, do I turn around and say, dude, give me a fun go. You just came out of jail, man. You want to play with me games? You just did this and this. Go, go find. Or I try to find a way to enter this person's heart. And you know the, you know the sentence, eye for an eye, mm -hmm. right? It's written in the Torah, also an eye for an eye. And for many years, for many years, since I was a kid, I could not understand that. An eye for an eye. What, you mean revenge for a revenge? An eye for an eye? Where does it get you? But more revenge. Exactly. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you are talking to a bully and they don't listen to you, what's the best way to get into them is to find their weak point, right? What happens the when... Soft you, spot, the like soft spot. The soft spot. Okay, soft spot. That's good. I prefer soft spot. What happens when you open to their soft spot? They become soft. Mm -hmm. And that's the time to go into their heart. So I like to look at eye to eye as a trigger to trigger them to be in that in that soft space and to say now do you know how i felt i felt exactly what you feel here and it happened actually as we're talking as i'm talking about this it happened i say i feel exactly how you felt is there a reason that i can tell you something about you that you don't know no there is no reason can you bring yourself and uh and it shifted. This is somebody that actually happened. And we shifted and we start talking. And we start talking and you know, we, build, we end up building airplanes together when we were kids. Wow. We end up building airplanes from paper. 
because of that incident. And I knew something about, I don't remember what, but I knew something about the skin. I said, do you see how you, do you see how you feel now? Because suddenly it became soft. So that's exactly how I felt. And sometimes we don't all get, always get, get to see that retribution. Yeah. But if we can be a conduit to others, if you Absolutely. can't do it even for that. I, I remember we were always moving and I moved in. Uh, I made the basketball team at the first shot. And I was like, oh, I was so excited. But they didn't like it, the girls. Of so course they didn't like it. One girl pulled my hair. Which oh. I, was, I was in junior high and she goes, do you have hair down there? And I was like, first, I was like, wait, what? And I was like, how did she know? <laughs> anyway, I was like, but, and I remember she bullied and then they would push me and, and I had to, it came to a point where like, okay, I've got to do something. So I took the ball and I, they were throwing it hard at me and because they didn't like that the new girl came in. And right away got, and got thing. in. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know. I, I never played basketball in my life. I, I just was a natural because I have three brothers and I was into sports my whole life. And so I took the ball and I remember I threw it at them and I said, do not ever do that to me again. All of a sudden, we, they became best friends. Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting I, when it's confronted it's in a way. And I'm like, I didn't know it was going to happen and it came to a point. And then years later, the girl that did that, she does probably doesn't even remember. And um, a lot of trauma happened to her. Yeah, for sure, for sure. My heart went out and I'm like, and I thought, wow, I could have been ha ha ha. But I was like, no, I actually... I needed that moment yeah. of, I didn't like my hair pulled and I didn't like what was said to me because it feeling, was very right? crude yeah. and very private to me and I felt very humiliated because she said in front of the other girls and the coach heard who was a male and um, he just said, good job, Jim, but I know he heard and you know how you're trying to cover up, but it actually, it was, it was really a good lesson for me because it showed me humility and acceptance and, and, and how to resolve. So... I think this subject, we can go on and on, and, and I love yes, that you've shared yes. your stories, and I've shared my thank stories. Thank you for sharing. And, yeah, thank you for no, sharing. No, it's very it vulnerable, really and again, a... I brought up things about my brother that I hadn't remembered in many, many, many years. Ah, um, yeah. um, all my brothers, like, we're protective of one another. Like, there's no... Yeah. My dad taught us that family first, families first. Yeah, yeah. So, but, it's but like, even... so it's like, I can call them Shamut, but you can't call them... <laughs> Kick your ass. No, I'm you just know, kidding. I'm like, not violent at all. But, but, I wouldn't but, even know if I No, she's not violent. Not at all. <laughs> I'm not. She's not. I could be. I said I, I said you're I, not. I totally could I be. said you're not. But, but that's the thing. I have the capacity like anybody else. Yeah. Anybody else to, you know, so when we look at these criminals and things, and I'm, again, this, there's always exceptions to the rules, but if anybody hurt my son or daughter, I'd cut their head off and spit down their throat. With, with, with small cubes and put some oh, mustard yeah, vinegar and, and vinegar and everything. Yeah. everything I'm just saying we all have the burn. capacity for it. So I know we're going off on tangent. Who knows if there's any fluidity to this show? But if you have picked it's, up yeah. something, I would love to know about it. We yes, would love to know about we would it. love anything to know about that. Anything touched upon you. Exactly. And you don't have to write in, but we'd love to hear from you. Exactly, yeah. This this has been great. This yeah. has been great sitting here and, and enjoying this and... You know, I won't say, it came to me another story. I remember my grandmother, she used to work, she all the time when she came to visit, when I was a kid, she went to work and she came, she came to my, to our house like twice, three times a week. Mm. Every time she would come, she would bring me a car because I would collect cars. I had like those matchbox oh, cars. Yes, yes. I had like 500 of them. I had like hundreds of them. Like you remember the case, kind. the plastic case and you, you. Everything. Yeah, uh, the, 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 anyway. <laughs> So she brought me a helicopter once, and I was like psyched. Oh my God! That evening, I stayed with my brother Avi and my sister Sima. Right? I know you too. And and uh, and Avi told me, 
Hey, why did you see? Go go check on the porch. The helicopter flies. Really? Yeah, go just oh, just, no. just throw it. It'll fly. No. It'll fly. It'll fly. So it's, yeah, fly, fly. And I threw it, and of course, crash. And of course, he laughed and stuff like that. And Sharmut. Sharmut. Anyway, so <laughs> those those are those are between brothers. I don't see this as bullying. I see this as mischievous actions. I do you know, too, yeah. it's not really. You know, I mean. So you cry. Oh, I can it. tell you stories. That's a whole series what happened in Alito, Texas. <laughs> yeah. And the frogs and the alligator, the alligator. and the snakes and all the toothless, sorts of... The toothless alligator. No, I have a toothless shark in my in really? my sea angel. Tony. Oh, yeah, Tony. that's right. They're right. Yeah. right. He's not eating. Yeah. Uh... I am working on my fourth and fifth book. Oh, so wow. Okay. Jojo rides the rails of when I hopped a freight train. So, and and we're, we're, working working, on... we're working on a book on Jojo going oh. to the Earth ship. <laughs> yes. Jojo in the Earth ship. If you don't know what an Earth ship is, you can Google it, but you can ask us as well. Exactly. Oh, it's right fascinating. In. So yeah, he has a character. He's going to be Kofiko. Uh, Kofiko. A monkey. Kofiko. We gave away Kofiko now. It's okay. No, okay. Kofiko is in the story. So. Okay. Yeah. Kofiko. Anyway. Kofiko is the Kofiko is the Israeli version of when I grew up of Curious George. It was this. Sharmu chimpanzee. But you're like a monkey because you love bananas. I love he bananas. He eats like bananas all day long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so yeah, it's really great. But anyway, this 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 show has been really great. Really I really fun. enjoyed this. I hope you'd enjoy it. If you didn't, we enjoyed it. Yeah, if you didn't enjoy it, that's fine. And Mike enjoyed it. Mike enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. You know, if you and enjoyed whoever it, listens, please pass yes. it on. And if you think this could be a value, or we can be a value, reach out. You know, yes. To our homework but he does amazing 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 sound was very super sensitive to sound until I, I met him actually I, I didn't like sound bath and sound healings and like my eyes are watering even thinking about it because it was it was so well, painful and so mm. that's amazing sound among other things but that's his healing one of the strongest healing modalities so well, check out his website thank you uh, bodysoulsound.com her website is Gina and actor Gina and author. Author. She has an actor too, but it's going to be up soon. Yeah. But Gina and author.com. Author. Uh, I want to talk about the sound, for example. Well, you let's see the next show. We're talking about the sound and women. Sound and women. Yeah, that's the next show. I'm because... going to talk about sound frequencies and women. Very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. So, tune for our next show. And until then, à tout à l'heure. Arrivederci. Ciao. Arrivederci. Ciao. Shalom. Mitrot. Bye bye. This is Abracadabra. Create what you speak. Gina Ann, Ilana Zulai, much love to you. Bye-bye. Bye. Electric acid. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for the, the Candle, Candle Power, Power Hour. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. 
but I like airplanes. I know you do, but WannaBet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.